Good morning. Boy, that Britney Spears mic works. <laughs> I'm Pastor George Borkert. I serve at Zion Lutheran Church in McHenry, Illinois. I'm also, I've been invited uh, to speak on behalf of the youth organization Higher Things today. And since you're your pastor's not going to be here for a few weeks. I get to be your pastor today. That's awesome. Really, really excited. Please don't run me out because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I do have an announcement that they handed to me. There will be a brief special voters meeting next Sunday, September 25th, after church. The voters meeting will be in regards to maintenance issues that the trustees want to have completed on the church before the cold weather arrives. So um, September 25th, voters meeting right after church. Got it? Good. All right. We follow in the order of service. It looks like uh, um, 184 um, with our opening hymn being 890. This is the 18th Sunday after Trinity. I'm sorry, after, after Pentecost, which gives us the parable of the unjust stewards. We're going to have a lot of fun together. Um, please, is it your tradition to rise on the opening hymn at the end of the hymn? Last verse. That's important because I was about to make you stand. 890. We'll stand on the last stanza. 890. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart, and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching Him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities with which I have ever offended you and justly deserve your temporal and eternal punishment. I am heartily sorry for them and sincerely repent of them. And I pray thee of your boundless mercy and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, 
to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor sinful being. Upon this your confession, I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto all of you. And in the stead, and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Your testimonies are righteous forever. Righteous are you, O Lord. You have appointed your testimonies in righteousness. My zeal consumes me. Your promise is well tried. Your righteousness is right, righteous forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Your testimonies are righteous forever. upon us, Christ have mercy upon us, Lord have mercy upon us, glory be to God on high. your church in your perpetual mercy, and because without you we cannot but fail, preserve for us from all hurtful things, and lead us to all things profitable for our salvation. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
The Old Testament reading for the 18th Sunday after Pentecost is from Amos chapter 8. Hear this, you who trample on the needy, and bring the poor of the land to an end, saying, When will the new moon be over, that we may sell grain, and the Sabbath, that we may offer wheat for sale, that we may make the ephah small, and the shekel great? and deal deceitfully with false balances, that we may buy the poor for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals and sell the chaff of the wheat. The Lord has sworn by the pride of Jacob, surely I will never forget any of their deeds. This is the word of the Lord. Fear the Lord, you his saints. Many are the afflictions of the righteous.
The epistle lesson is from 1 Timothy chapter 2. First of all, when I urge that supplications, prayers, and intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings, and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceable and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and men, the man, Jesus Christ, who gave himself as a ransom for all, which is the testimony given at the proper time. For this I was appointed a preacher and an apostle. I am telling the truth, I am not lying, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. I desire then that in every place the men should be praying, lifting up holy hands without anger or quarreling. Likewise, also the women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel, with modesty and self-control, not with braided hair and gold or pearls or costly attire, but with that is proper for women who profess godliness with good words. Let a woman learn quietly in all submissiveness. I do not permit a woman to teach or to exercise authority over a man, rather she is to remain quiet. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived and became a transgressor. Yet she will be saved through childbearing if, they, if she continues in faith and love and holiness with self-control. This is the word of the Lord. Please rise. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 16th chapter. Jesus also said to the disciples, there was a rich man who had a manager, and charges were brought to him that this man was wasting his possessions. And he called him and said to him, what is this that I hear about you? Turn in the account of your management, for you, are no long, you can no longer be my manager. And the manager said to himself, What shall I do, since my master is taking the management away from me? I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. I will decide what to do, so that when I am removed from management, people may receive me into their houses. So summoning his master's debtors one by one, he said to the first, How much do you owe my master? He said, A hundred measures of oil. He said to him, Take your bill and sit down quickly and write fifty. And then he said to another, and how much do you owe? And he said, a hundred measures of wheat. He said to him, take your bill and write eighty. The master commended the unjust manager for his shrewdness. For the sons of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than the sons of light. And I tell you, make friends for yourselves by means of unrighteous wealth, so that when it fails, they may receive you into eternal dwellings. One who is faithful in a very little is also faithful in much, and one who is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. If then you have no, not been faithful in the unrighteous wealth, who will entrust you with the true riches? And if you have not been faithful with that which is another's, who will give you that which is your own? No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. The Pharisees, who were lovers of money, heard all these things, and they ridiculed him. 
He said to them, You are those who justify yourselves before men, but God knows your hearts. For what is exalted amongst men is an abomination in the sight of, the go of God. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Confess, confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed on page 191. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us sinned and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man, and was crucified also for us as a conscious He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again, according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshiped and glorified, who spoke by the cross. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church, I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection If you see it, we continue with the hymn of the day. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Money or God? Stuff or Jesus? Who's the Lord? Who's the one that runs your world? 
who gives happiness to your life. We teach our children that life is not about being happy or doing something they love, but about finding a job. They go through one grade to another grade to another grade to get good grades, to take placement tests, to get high scores on those placement tests, to go to get into a college in order to make money. We check our, our bank accounts daily. We have apps on our phones that can do that. We, we see how much is in our retirement or, or on our credit cards. How much time do you spend thinking about money in comparison to how much time you spend in God's Word and prayer? Even this subject gets more uncomfortable when I go to where I'm going to go next, which I have to go, because you know where I have to go. It's time to talk about your offering. We give what we think is enough. And by I think it's enough is after everything else is paid for, uh, what we want to give. So what's left, God gives. So we tend to our family, our bills, and then our offer. Which really answers the question about what comes first in our universe, money or God? Money. Us, 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 us. God, here's what's left. Think about it this way. If you were the guest of honor, if it was your birthday, and someone was throwing you a party because you are so special, and I'm sure each of you are special, they sat you down, and they set a cake in front of you, and they ate every piece of cake except the last sliver of cake, and they brought out presents, tons of presents for you, and they, they took all the presents for themselves and then gave you the last present. Do you think that you would think that you are the most important person at that party. Yet we do that to God all the time, don't we? We cannot serve two masters. We'll either hate the one and love the other or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and stop. And the way we live, the way we act, we show God every day that although we want Him to be first, it's not real. We are and are suffering. What you need what I need, what we really need, is someone to pay our offering before God for us. Someone to treat money right in our place. Who tends to our debt first. Pays God before he pays off anyone else. A steward to manage your stuff right. Someone who is accused of being unrighteous. Someone who takes all your unrighteousness. He loses his job, loses his life, so that your debt might be paid. The unjust steward shows you how to be faithful with your money. Give it away. It's only money. They'll always print more. In America, we will just print more. Use it to make the lives of others happier. To lift them up. To make it, to make their day. How much do you owe? A hundred measures of oil? Take your bill and write quickly, write 50. How much do you owe? A hundred measures of weeds? Take your bill and quickly write 80. And if you think that your visiting pastor has lost his mind, he's in crazy land, you're with the Pharisees. The Pharisees mocked Jesus in the parable today. They ridiculed him. They thought he was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. St. Luke says, though, so. they were lovers of money. Can't you just hear them? You can't just give your master stuff away, Jesus, for giving debts like that. People need to pay what they owe. Every penny, every cent. 
Keep acting this way. Unrighteous steward, you'll get yourself crucified. He will. For you. For me, the unjust steward will be crucified under Pontius Pilate. He'll hang between two thieves, numbered as a transgressor, as a lawbreaker, executed as a robber for you, for me, for all. Jesus is the unjust steward accused of being unjust. He forgives your debt. Not just some of it. Not 80% of it or 50% of it. No, he takes all of it. All of it and forgives it. He takes on your unrighteousness and God's is his, his unrighteousness. He takes his good stewardship and righteousness and counts it as if it is your righteousness and your stewardship. He washes it upon you in his gift. And the Father, the Father couldn't be more pleased. He commends the unrighteous steward for his right use of money. For Jesus alone treated money and wealth the way it should be treated. Give it away. Make friends with it. Our whole problem, dear friends, with this parable is that we love our money. We don't see wealth the way God sees it. We hoard, we grasp hold of it, we take, and we don't give God until last. So we get mad when the church talks about money. It's too close to home, too close to what we care about, our money. The Father, he uses it all, he uses all that he has, even his son, to save you. Your Father in heaven is all in, all that he has, so that you would be his child. So give as you have been given to the Lord didn't fulfill the tithe so you could skimp on him. He fulfilled the tithe so you could give more. And don't give as if you think God needs it. God doesn't need it. Can you just imagine God sitting on the edge of his seat uh, during the lottery numbers going, I sure hope somebody wins so that um, I can pay the bills today. Well, that's not the way he is. Give your offering because Jesus was your offering to God first. Because he died and he rose again. Because you died and rose again with him. Because you are baptized. Because money isn't your first concern. Give of your time and your talents. Volunteer the gifts the Lord has given you. That's an offering before God too. After all, it's all his anyway. We're just keeping it for a bit for the purpose of helping others. Our friends, the poor, our families. Even our little church. Money or God? Stuff or Jesus? Who's the Lord? The Lord tells you about money today. And it's used to save you. Here's how it goes. Unjust steward Jesus gives his father's kingdom away. He gives all the unrighteous mammon away. So that he will give to you your heavenly gifts. Forgiveness. Life. Salvation. To you. To me, to all. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Please rise to the offertory.
just see that we bring our offerings to the Lord's altar. Right for prayer. The petitions will end. Petitions will end. Let us pray to the Lord, and the congregation will pray, Lord, have mercy. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for each according to their needs. For the faithful proclamation of Christ's saving name, that God's people may be strengthened in the true faith and his kingdom extended. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. The Holy Christian Church throughout the world and for all who confess the name of Christ. That God would guard and defend us from the temptations of the devil, the world, and our sinful nature. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this congregation, her mission, her people, her school, for the ability to meet the needs that arise as we do the work God has given us to do. For the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, For all who partake this day of Christ's holy body and blood, that in our eating and drinking they may receive the benefits of the forgiveness of sins, the renewal of life, and have a foretaste of the feast to come. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord For those who have wandered from the faith, the Holy Spirit would use us to call them home to the Father. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord For the government and all those who have been set in positions of leadership, that they may use the authority entrusted to them honorably and for the good of the people, let us pray to the Lord. For those who suffer from hunger, homelessness, poverty, or unemployment, that God's great love and 
mercy would preserve and relieve them, let us pray to the Lord. For those who are sick, especially Melba, Nancy, Mary, Abel, Ella, Esther, Flora, Landreth, Dana, Tantum, Wayne, Aaron, Erwin, Erwin, Erna, Janice, Brenda, Andy, Marion, Bob, Leroy, Joan, Walter, Ross, Steve, and all who we remember in our hearts now, that God would grant healing to their bodies and strength to bear their infirmities with patience and grace. Let us pray to the Lord. For those who were affected by the terrorist event yesterday in New York, that they would be kept safe and their wounds would be treated. Let us pray to the Lord. For those who rejoice in the rich blessing of God, uh, God Raymond, who celebrates his 86th uh, birthday, and all those saints who are celebrating uh, life in their 80s, that they would remember, they would always remember the giver of every good gift and give him heartfelt thanks. Let us pray to the Lord. O oh Lord, Heavenly Father, we gratefully remember the suffering and death of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, for our salvation. Rejoicing in his victorious resurrection from the dead, we draw strength from his ascension before you where he ever stands as our own high priest. Gather us together from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us. To you alone we give all glory, honor, and worship. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It's truly me, bright and salutary, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who on this day overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil.
given unto death for remission of all your sins. You will baptize in Christ Jesus and put on Christ. Take a deep body of Christ given for you.
Him shall be dear. And in poor in love of mercy will strengthen us with the same. In faith toward you and firm love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever.